Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. God bless Texas. Welcome to the Dana Simmons Real Estate Show on News Talk 560 KLVI. With over two decades in the Southeast Texas real estate industry, Dana makes buying or selling your home simple. Dana is here this afternoon to answer your questions. Call now, 409-896-KLVI or 800-330-KLVI. God bless Texas. Welcome to the Dana Simmons Real Estate Show. We are so excited you've joined us here today, either on KLVI or on our Facebook Live. Hi, gang. How's everyone out there? Um, We have an exciting show for you today. Um, We're going to be talking about what the home buying process looks like. Now, you may say, what? Wait a minute. (laughs) That's not what you said you were going to be talking about. You're right. (laughs) We were going to talk about new construction, but you know how COVID kind of threw us a wrench and then we had to pivot and change and Mm -hmm. go a whole different way. And and in order to succeed, we just did things in a different way. Well, this week we had one of our guests had a death in the family. So what we've had to do is kind of pivot. And I'm thankful we've had to do that because now we have Jessica Wellborn, our buyer's agent for Dana Simmons Real Estate here with us. And then our last Salcedo, she is also a loan mortgage originator. Loan mortgage originator. You know what? That's kind of a mouthful for me. <laughs> it it can just be. doesn't want to come out um, with First Financial Bank. So we are so excited to have the two of you here. And today's um, show is going to be about what the home buying process looks like. So if you're out there and you are thinking about buying a home or maybe you've made an offer on a home and you've noticed, hey, um, there's a lot of people out there making offers on homes. Um, the market is still incredible. Um, we're going to talk more with the two of them about how interest rates are still doing fantastic it's a great time and how um, we're ready to sell them homes and the listings are beginning to increase Um, Mm -hmm. so that's a really good thing as well Um, in August our months of inventory are 3.6 so what does that mean I have people all the time say okay you say months of inventory is 3.6 what is what is exactly what do you mean by that in the real estate world what we consider A seller's market is really anything up to from zero to about five months of inventory. So a 3.6 month inventory, that tells you that we're in a seller's market. Okay, when you get six months, we're at a pretty even market, six to seven months. We we really like that timeline. It's really good. But then when you get over seven months, you're really in a buyer's market. So what does our market look like right now? Well, I gave you the 3.6 months of inventory, but what, let me tell you, that sums all of the price ranges together. Mm-hmm. So one of the things I want to talk about today is that if you are in your first home and you're in a home that is up to two hundred to $300,000 right now is the ideal time to sell. And if you want to buy something over that price range, it's the ideal time to buy. So those of you who are thinking about 
should I move up? Should I get a bigger house? Should I try to get something in another location, something newer? Now is a great time. When I pulled the total number of sales closed in August, we had in all of Southeast Texas, 347 homes sell. That's that's a good um, Mm -hmm. number of homes. But when you look at it, 78% of those were $300,000 and under. Yeah. Only 22% of those sales was over $400,000. So that's a big difference. So if you are in the market and you want to move up, now is the perfect time to do that. One of the things that um, we're going to talk about today is the difference between a buyer's agent and a listing agent and what that entire process means and who is looking out for you and, and who's trying to work in your best interest. But first, let me start with Arlette. And Arlette, tell us just a little bit about you and um, where you're from and what you do and all of that. Okay, well, um, I'm a mortgage loan originator at First Financial Bank. Mm-hmm. Uh, so excited to be here today. Um, just a little bit about me. Been here in Southeast Texas for about eight, nine years. I uh, live in Nederland. I'm married with, have my husband and my two kids, Lexi and Eriberto husband's name's Candelario, but we call him Junie. <laughs> so he's a junior, and that's what we go by. Um, I've been doing this for a while. Um, really excited to be here and answer any questions that anybody has. Uh, I am Hispanic, Mexican from Zacatecas, uh, Rio Grande. So si hay alguien que está allí que habla español y tiene alguna pregunta, estoy aquí para contestárselos. Uh, just to translate, if there's anyone on there who speaks Spanish and has a question that they want to ask, I'm more than happy to help you. Um, but That sounds so pretty when you say <laughs> that. That's one of the things I wished, uh, you know, when you're younger, you don't think about learning another language, and no one made me. So, of course, I didn't. And uh, that's such a, an asset in our area, in our community. You can help mm-hmm. so many more people. Um, and thank you for being willing to uh, be on the show and to do that. Um, and we also have Jessica Wellborn, who is a buyer's agent. So Jessica, tell us a little bit about you. All right. Well, I am born and raised in Vider. Still live there now. Uh, took a little break for a while. We lived in Port Natchez for a few years and then moved over to Laurel, Mississippi. Um, my husband, James, we've been married for 24 years, and he was in ministry. He did high school ministry with Young Life for a while. And so ministry took us um, over to Mississippi where we loved it. We had amazing community there, but then we uh, felt the call to move back closer to family. So we've been back in Vider since um, 2016, just in time to catch uh, the fun of Harvey um, and Imelda. But we have, um, we're better and stronger now, so that's good. Um, We have four kiddos, uh, Riley, Daxton, Rory, and Dane, and then we have two grandsons. Riley and David, our son-in-law, have our two baby boys that we just adore, mm-hmm. Red and John Luke. Brand new. Yeah. So. <laughs> and and Jessica and I could talk all day about the grandchildren, Absolutely. but we'll refrain <laughs> and not do that. And and you mentioned Harvey and Imelda. And again, you know, we were talking at the beginning of the show about learning how to pivot and, mm-hmm. and adjust. And, and we've all had to do that and that too. And you've flooded it as well as I've flooded and so learning to adjust and Mm -hmm. and to get better you're exactly right Mm -hmm. that's what we all want to do well um, we're going to go ahead and take a break and when we come back you are going to want to tune in and listen because we're going to talk about in this market what are some things we can do what does the process look like what can give you an advantage in this hot 
market. So stay tuned. And um, if you're on Facebook Live, take a look at 6540 Brayfield Lane. You are listening to the Dana Simmons Real Estate Show on News Talk 560 KLVI. To join the conversation, call 409-896-KLVI or 800-330-KLVI. Welcome back. We're so excited to have you here. This is the Dana Simmons Real Estate Show, and I'm Dana Simmons. And joining me today is Arlette Saucedo with First Financial Bank. And I also have Jessica Wellborn, the buyer's agent with Dana Simmons Real Estate. And so here's what we're going to talk about in this segment. We're going to go through what is it like, and we're going to start from the very beginning. So if someone calls into our office and they call 409-866-TEAM, which is 409 409- 866-8326. Yeah, that was a plug. Um, <laughs> if they do that, then they can expect to visit with one of our ISAs, which is one of our inside service agents. Now, our inside service agents are available 8 to 8, Monday through Saturday, and 1 to 8 on Sunday. So sometimes people think, oh, I can't call at 6 o'clock, at 7 o'clock. No, we have someone available 8 to 8 every day except for Sunday. We uh, take the morning off for church and then 1 to 8 on Sunday afternoon. So you'll call and you'll get one of our inside service agents who is a licensed real estate agent. But what they're going to do is they're just going to visit with you about what do you need, what do you want, make sure that we understand what they're looking for or what they need. Maybe it's they want to list their home or maybe they want to buy a a home. So if they want to buy a home, here's what happens next is the ISA will say, have you been pre-approved or do you have proof of funds? And if they say, no, I haven't been pre-approved, then they're going to refer them to a lender. And the reason we want to make sure that we have them do that is we want to ensure that there's nothing on their credit. And I'm going to let Arlette talk about more information about why you want to get a pre-approval up front. So let's say, Arlette, they've called and they've called you over at First Financial and they want to get a pre-approval. Take us through the steps on what you're going to do in that process. So the first thing that happens whenever someone, let's say you refer them or they just call in, we're going to go go ahead and answer any questions that they have first. The, quest, the first question that they have usually is going to be like, what down payment amounts and it, it's going to vary, yeah. but we can answer those upfront questions just generally what you may expect to put down. Um, once they've gotten comfortable and they're, they think that they're ready to apply, then we go ahead, we take an application. We can do it however they prefer, however you prefer, um, over the phone, email, app, whatever is easier for you. If you wanted to come in person, we do that as well. Um, we'll gather all, all your upfront information, um, go over your credit report, go over your income, and just review your documents because you do have to turn in documents so that we can ensure that you qualify. Um, It is a pre-qualification, not so much a pre-approval because a pre-approval, Christy touched base on it the last time. It's whenever it's um, reviewed by an underwriter and that's why we can issue a pre-approval. But whenever we do a pre-qualification, we do ensure that we're reviewing as much as we can and practically underwriting not up front yeah up front yeah um and what how long does that process usually take just to get a pre-qualification it's not too long it mm-hmm. really it just it's going to vary on the person so if um there's an issue or there's a concern up front it may take a little bit longer but 
Um, typically, if you've got everything together, then we can get you pre-qualified that same day. Right. Takes you longer to gather your documents or whatever the case is. Because uh, some for some borrowers, we do need to review more documents up front. Right. So that just takes a little bit longer, depending on how long it takes the borrower um, to turn those into us and how long it takes us to review those after that. Right. And and you guys, you you um, talked about a little bit. You make it so easy. I mean, part of the benefit with First Financial is that you do you have an app. They mm-hmm. can apply online. You have branches all over Southeast Texas. And so, um, it, and you can just do it over the phone. Um, so the, the situation is it doesn't, it's not hard, it's not painful, and you're there to, to make the process as smooth as possible. We really are. Um, we're, we're here to help you. Whatever you feel is best for you, um, we try to encourage you to do it that way. We're not right. going to tell you you have to do it this way. It's whatever is easiest for you because we're trying to make your process a lot simpler um, for yeah. you. And you want to give them options. Yes. Um, and that's the part that's really good. And you're a team, just like we are. So you're not just one person who's handling it, and then you go on vacation and someone can't reach you for a week. Um, the fact that we can you know, get someone else if you're out, if someone needs to get a hold of you. Same thing with our team. There's always someone there that can make sure that we're helping the client no matter what. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now we have that pre-approval in hand. And uh, Jessica, what happens is our inside service agent makes an appointment for the buyer to meet with you in our office for what we call a buyer consultation. So tell everyone, what is a buyer consultation? Well, a buyer's consultation is when we, like you said, meet in person at the office, if at all possible, um, and just kind of get a feel for one another, get a feel of kind of what, you know, what a buyer is looking for. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot more to finding out what someone's looking for in a home than just stats, three bedroom, two bath, two car garage. Exactly. Those those things are are easy to come by, Um, uh, you know, that information. A lot of times our ISAs will we'll pull a lot of that information beforehand. So whenever I get a buyer for a buyer's consultation, I already have those facts. I already know they want a three or a four bedroom or where they're looking in orange or wherever they're looking. I know right. that. So then I get to meet them at the office and just kind of get to know them a little bit. You know, if they're moving in out of town, talk to them or from out of town, talk to them about what the area offers. Some people don't know what what they're looking for, right. what area they're looking for. So kind of discussing with them um, schools and, you know, do they want to be, do they want to have more space? Do they want to live in the city? Just things like that, you know, and, right. and getting a good feel if they have, you know, a big yard means one thing to me, but it means something else completely different to someone who may be moving here from a tight city. You right. know, they may look at, a, a yard that I think is little, you know, just Smaller. a tiny little postage stamp. Yeah. yeah. And they think, wow, this is amazing. I have grass. You That's know? right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so those kinds of things are just that you, those are the things that you don't know until you're sitting in front of someone and talking with them. Right. So we go over all of those things, find out what's important. Um, we have a really cool option that we can pull up listings and we have a screen, a TV screen so that our buyers can look at houses to where we can kind of narrow down some of those details without having to drive everywhere and kind of rule out some houses. I can show them pictures of the listings right there and we can make a plan. A lot of times by the time we get to a buyer's consultation, 
most buyers have looked online. So right. they have some ideas in their in their minds about what um, some houses they already like. So we right. can make some appointments to go see houses before we actually sit down. And then we sit down and, and call through those, decide which ones we want to go see, pull in everybody's information and go mm-hmm. over, you know, some, some documents with them. And then we head out and go see houses from there. Or we make a plan for the next time we can meet and go see houses. Right. And and the benefit of the buyer consultation is to m- not waste the buyer's time, you know, trying to um, make sure you know exactly what they're looking for and mm-hmm. then potentially offer other suggestions because you know the area, mm-hmm. lived here a very long time, and you know areas that maybe they aren't familiar with. Mm-hmm. I had a buyer just yesterday say, you know, um, we gave our agent the list but she suggested this one and it was perfect for us. Mm -hmm. And so, and I know that's happened with you as well, Jessica, other buyers have said the same thing Mm -hmm. because they're only looking at specific things online when we know so much more detail Mm -hmm. and something that they're not seeing as far as the potential or opportunity um, is something that you bring, is the experience that you bring to the table to assist them. It should be your job to find the properties. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Just b- being able to go, like, use the expertise. A lot of times I've been to houses with other buyers, and it'll trigger something in my mind whenever they say the area. You know, there everybody has the boxes that they check. Right. And, and depending on budget and depending on exactly what you're looking for, there's different areas that you're willing to give, you know. Exactly, exactly. And and I think that's part of the benefit to the buyer consultation is, is us getting in the mind of the buyer mm-hmm. so that we can know beyond just the what you said, the details of the 322 fence mm-hmm. yard in this area. Right. Um, to, to think more about what is the lifestyle they want to live? What is it they want to accomplish? What do they plan to do with mm-hmm. the property long term? So those are the kind of questions we want to ask to make sure that we're helping them and guiding them to make the wise decision that mm-hmm. they need to make in the end. Well, we are really excited to come back and we're going to talk about, okay, what's the next step? We've gone to look at houses. We've found one we really like. We want to put an offer in on it. Now what? Now what do we do? So you guys stay tuned. Would love to hear your questions and your calls. 896-KLVI. And when we come back, those are the questions we're going to answer. Stay tuned. You are listening to the Dana Simmons Real Estate Show on News Talk 560-KLVI. To join the conversation, call 409-896-KLVI or 800-330-KLVI. Welcome back. This is Dana Simmons, and we are talking about the buying process and what that looks like. And I have Arlette Saucedo here with First Financial Mortgage and Jessica Wellborn, buyer's agent with Dana Simmons Real Estate. And we just finished talking about the pre-approval process and the beginning and the start of looking for a home and a buyer's consultation. We've gone out. We've looked at property. We found one we love. Now... Here's where things have been getting interesting in some price ranges. So, Jessica, talk to us a little bit about what is it like? Well, let me say this first. This week, mm-hmm. we had 17 offers on one property. Mm-hmm. So we know that it's a pretty competitive market right now. Mm -hmm. And on some of those properties, you need someone that you can trust to be your advocate to guide you to make the best decision and the wisest decision for you. Mm -hmm. So 
we give buyers advice and wisdom in that, Mm -hmm. but tell me what are some tips and tricks and strategies that you give buyers to help them get their offer considered? What are some things that we do once they find that house? Well, I would say, um, you know, like you said, you it's very likely that you're going to be competing. And so you want your offer um, to be not only competitive, but to like to stand out. Right. And so you want to, as as your advocate, we want to do the things for you that we can do to make it appealing to the seller. Right. And so there are, there are different tricks that we know that we can, it's not just about raising the price, you know, right. offering more, because there is a balance in offering more like over sales price or over asking price just based on the fact that most people are getting a loan for right. a house and so it has to appraise or then we're in another pickle whenever right. we come right. to appraisal and so the best option isn't always just raising the sales price there are that's lots right. of other options and and Jessica that's exactly right there are so many different things that we can look at and mm-hmm. of course you know offer price is important but we want the buyer to make an offer that they feel confident about. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes that is telling them up front, make your best offer, whatever that yeah. is, make your best offer. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's start with, um, first, what is the benefit of using a local lender whenever you're presenting an offer? Well, quite a few benefits. Um, some of it is definitely the availability, just to have someone locally that um, is aware of the market and knows the what we're up against. When I can say, hey, this house is just come on the market and we need to make an offer and we need that, you know, we need a pre-approval. You, we want our pre-approval letter to reflect what we're offering. We don't, right. you know, and so we, sometimes we need, you an know, adjustment. something else. Yes, yeah. an adjustment to that. Um and it's not always during working hours. And so it's good to know that we, we have the access to them. Also, when it does come to um, surveys and appraisals and things like that, local lenders are going to have contacts and relationships with those people right. that they can um, just, it always helps it go smoother and faster. A lot of times if you have um, just a kind of a random online type lender, they don't know they just have no idea. They work right. through the, you know, appraisal management, management company. company. They don't know any contact or anything like that. But it, just just relationships, local relationships. Right. They know they're going to see – we're going to all see each other in the grocery store sometimes. And so yep. we can hold each other accountable for doing our job. And right. that, that's a big deal. Exactly. And and if it's someone from New York, I can't um, – if I can't get them on the phone, I can't go sit in their office and say, hey, help me out here. What's going on? Take care of my people. Yeah. Well, where are you? So yeah. – um, and, you know, you're, you're exactly right. We know each other. We see each other at the grocery store. We see each other at church. We, mm-hmm. We're we involved in each other's lives, you know, part of the PTA. So mm-hmm. it is a benefit. It's also, listen, coming from a listing agent side, when mm-hmm. it's a local lender that has a history mm-hmm. that I know when they give a, a pre-qualification, it's a good pre-qualification. Yeah. I don't have to worry that you know, these people aren't going to make it to the end. Mm-hmm. So it, it has the confidence mm-hmm. for the listing agent as well. So um, that is part of the reason. Now, Arlette, tell us another reason why knowing a local lender and using a local lender can be a benefit. Well, one of the biggest things is going to be just being able to make sure you can afford that home just because right. 
usually your monthly payment is going to be escrowed. So we're going to include an estimate for insurance and taxes. If you know you're going to make an offer on a home, then we can go ahead, pull the taxes for that home to give you a better estimate as far as to how much your monthly payment is going to be. Still an estimate because we don't know what your insurance is for sure until we get a quote. But we, being local here, we know or can estimate about how much it can be. So that's always a benefit because you always want to make sure that whenever you're making an offer on a home, that it's something that you can afford. And that's one of the other benefits of being pre-qualified. Whenever you asked me before, I didn't mention that. But yes, um, because maybe you can qualify for more, but it's going to be ultimately what you're comfortable with. Exactly, exactly. And... Um, and when you talk about the insurance side of it, you know, um, people in the north, they don't understand windstorm. They, they don't know that if you're in Jefferson County, you have an additional policy necessary. Mm-hmm. It can be rolled in with your homeowners, depending on which company you go with, mm-hmm. but it is at a little bit higher rate. So they mm-hmm. don't understand all of that. So you're you're exactly right, Arlette. It does impact your monthly payment because of taxes and insurance. So knowing that up front is helpful. So Jessica, talk to me about a few other things other than just the... Um, the the lender letter one of the things i know that is helpful is that there are other terms in the contract that we talked about that we can adjust and talking through that mm-hmm. one is the option period sure you know adjusting that mm-hmm. um, there are many different things in the contract that can be negotiated and yeah. so giving that buyer the advantage depending on their situation mm-hmm. um, is what's very helpful. Um, so if a buyer's agent, I mean, if a buyer wants a buyer's agent to represent them, what does that mean to have a buyer's agent represent them as they're working with them and presenting an offer? It means that I work on their behalf, that I advocate for them and that I um, and our team we only I only work with buyers. We have it separated. And so when I, I work with a buyer, then I'm completely focused on on them and advocating and negotiating on their behalf. Right. So for us, um, you're you're exactly right. What we've done is we've separated the entire process. So mm-hmm. each part of the real estate transaction is a different segment. And even though um, we're all separated, you'll work with one person throughout the entire transaction. So we have a listing hall with our listing <laughs> agents and our listing team. And then we have a buyer's agent side of the uh, building that's just our buyer's agents. So when a, um, a buyer wants to have representation what has to take place in order for you to be able to represent them well we have to enter into what is um, a buyer's representation agreement and it means that um, that they aren't using any other real estate agent to represent them they're not calling whoever's on a sign and just seeing other you know going with other real estate agents that they would use me as their real estate agent and that I would advocate on their behalf right so it's kind of like whenever someone has a listing and they sign a listing agreement Mm -hmm. with a seller that means that listing agent is just working with that seller the same thing happens on the buyer's side Mm -hmm. Um, and so if a buyer does not sign a buyer's representation agreement even if that agent is writing an offer for them who is that buyer's who, who is representing that buyer no one no one (laughs) yeah unless a buyer signs it Mm -hmm. signs a buyer rep agreement then nothing says that i am working for them you're not not working for them (laughs) you cannot work for them the texas real estate commission requires Mm -hmm. that we have a, a a buyer's agreement signed and that buyer's agreement steps out their obligations to us and our obligations to the our obligation to them Mm -hmm. Um, and we can make it specific 
Mm -hmm. We can make it for one house. Mm -hmm. So if someone's nervous about doing that, we have all kinds of options and opportunities. So um, if you are considering um, putting in an offer, though, my recommendation is that you do interview agents and make a decision and sign a buyer's rep for you. Okay, so here we are. We have gone under contract now. And we have a property that we want to buy. Mm-hmm. In our next segment, we're going to talk about what happens next after that. So when we come back, you don't want to miss it. And call in 896-KLVI. Ask us your questions about the home buying process. You are listening to the Dana Simmons Real Estate Show on News Talk 560 KLVI. To join the conversation, call 409-896-KLVI or 800-330-KLVI. Welcome back to the Dana Simmons Show. We are so excited here today. We're talking about the home buying process, what that looks like from beginning all the way through the process. We have Arlette Saucedo here with First Financial Bank and Jessica Wellborn. She's with Dana Simmons Real Estate. She's one of our buyer's agents. Now, you, if you were on Facebook Live, got to see the video of 8245 Stacy Street, that gorgeous home in Finette. Now, if you're not on Facebook Live and you want to go check it out, go to the Dana Simmons Real Estate website. That's danasimmonsrealestate.com and you can search for any property that's in the MLS and be able to take a peek at those and um, check out that house. Really pretty, pretty house. Mm -hmm. Okay, when we were talking before, we had gone through the process. We found our house. We've gone under contract. We have an accepted offer. Okay, Jessica, now what? It's official you're buying a house. Yeah, <laughs> yay! That's one of my Not favorite phone calls. Not yet, but close. <laughs> True. Um, okay, so as soon as you go under contract, you start a normally a ten day, sometimes a seven day option period. Um, during that option period, your first steps are earnest money, you uh, and option fee. So you turn in or bring into the title company your earnest money, your option fee, and then you schedule inspections and get insurance quotes and let your lender know that you're under contract. We send them a copy of your executed, which is, means signed by all parties, contract, um, and they let you know what all you need to provide to them. Yeah. So what do they need at that point, Arlette? So then at that point, I receive the contract. I go over it. Um, we're able to send out your initial disclosures. The just your terms. Don't get scared by the word. I promise it's not, <laughs> it's not that bad. But you receive everything um, to sign. You go over what the terms are and whatnot. At that point, I'll review your file or whatever um, you've turned in to me up front and we'll request any additional documents. So once we have those additional documents, we can gather the whole file as a whole um, to submit it from there. Um, then we can order anything that needs to be ordered, appraisals, um, and eventually surveys eventually surveys depending on how everything goes right right so um you know one of the things i want to make sure that um the listeners know is that it sounds complicated Mm -hmm. but but it's really not and and the benefit to using professionals who have done this a little while is that we're going to guide you step by step Mm -hmm. there's never going to be a time that you go okay 
what's next Mm -hmm. our job is to make sure that we walk you step by step by step through that and i know that one of the things that uh, you do jessica is that you send out an under contract letter and that steps out all of the details so they have it there in writing Mm -hmm. i've seen many times buyers come in there with their little sheet of paper and Mm -hmm. they've got their their highlights and their check marks Mm -hmm. and and we walk through all of that together but so they are in their option period and they're having their property inspected what Mm -hmm. happens during that time period well um so you have your inspection you get that scheduled and if at all possible you accompany the inspector um with the inspection or during the inspection why well this is what i always tell my buyers there are there inspectors are a wealth of information right and they can tell you so many things in person they will say this is what maybe this is what it's going to look like on the report but i want you to know this this is why maybe they'll explain to you that something's grandfathered in right or um sometimes they'll say hey ding 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 here's the lights going off this is something you really need to look into right you know and it's just so good and then when you have questions you read an inspection report and it's like "Uh uh-oh yeah i don't even know what that means you know and so you can ask them right then and there and they're so good at at explaining those things right and it is so helpful because some of the things that they have to put on the report they're not a big deal but man they they are required to note it and Mm -hmm. it sounds like it's a big deal Mm -hmm. so allowing them to talk through okay these are items that Mm -hmm. are are areas of concerns and these are not as much so and Mm -hmm. and them walking through that i've also said when they put rotten wood on the right side of the house it's like okay is it like an inch of rotten wood or is it like the whole right side of the house if you're there they're pointing it out to you Mm -hmm. and showing you so you're exactly right okay we finished the inspections we've had our insurance quoted to us so we know exactly what we want we we're getting into and why do we want to do that inspect uh, why do we want to do insurance quotes because insurance quotes can vary so much from one house to the next um we have the whole flood factor um Mm -hmm. and flood insurance amounts and sometimes people just aren't prepared for that especially people who are moving from out of town they don't understand and we do have I think higher insurance rates here than a lot of places, but we have a lot of factors that, right. that go into that. And so it's not standard. You can't you can't really base a percentage of the house cost or things like that. You just That's have right. to you have to call on every property. So right. get your insurance quotes and then And then you've negotiated repairs and you're moving forward. So what's the next step for us to to, to go to closing? Well, you're, this is, this is the period of time I like to call the hurry up and wait Yeah. because (laughs) you've done all of your part. You've turned, like you've turned everything into your lender. You've, you've negotiated repairs and now, now it's just waiting it out. A lot of times you're waiting for surveyors, appraisers. Um, they take a while sometimes. Right. We do. We're kind of backed (laughs) up, aren't we? Yeah. That's taking a little bit to get appraisals back. Sometimes it's up to three weeks even. So. Yeah. Um, and surveys right now too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're, we've seen that. We've seen a, a, almost two weeks on surveys. Mm-hmm. I think um, the market is still good, so they're still very busy. And you know, we haven't seen this in the past where we're this busy at this mm-hmm. time of the year. But you know, it is so good with the interest rates being so cheap. And a lot of people don't understand when mm-hmm. I say the interest rates are so she- cheap. When Ken and I, when Ken first bought a house, it was like you know fifteen percent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So where we are now is incredible. We had someone close this week, and they were at 2.25. Now, not everyone's going to get that. It depends on right. a lot of different things. But that's 
really cheap money. And so, I didn't realize before I was in real estate that when someone refinances, they have to have an appraiser out. So for all of the people that are cashing in on the low interest rate, right. they have to have appraisers too. That's a great point so. that it's not just the new purchases, but also mm-hmm. some people who are refinancing that are bogging up that neck mm-hmm. a little bit. So you can expect that it's going to take at least 30 days, really closer to 45 days to get to a close. Yeah. So we get the appraisal. It appraises. Woohoo! We're all good. <laughs> then we get the survey, mm-hmm. and the survey's all good, and we go to closing. What does that look like? Well, you have to sign a whole lot of papers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, before we get to closing and we have it all set, we do um, always ed- Uh, you know talk to our buyers about transferring um utilities Utilities. and things like that just being prepared before you actually go to closing of course you'll get from your lender uh disclosures on how much cash to bring to closing so you bring your your check or you have your money wired and you bring your id and you show up and you sign a whole lot of paper right (laughs) and when you say cash or check it's really oh yeah check check. or wire Mm -hmm. that they um bring to closing and Mm -hmm. then do they get the keys the minute that they sign no (laughs) (laughs) but thank goodness for technology they get them pretty quick as soon as everything's funded you know the uh, title company sends sends out the all call and lets everyone know it's all funded and we're good to go and and then they can get keys and that's a happy day that's (laughs) when we all celebrate it is it is (laughs) now Arlette what are some of those documents that they're going to be signing at the closing table what are some of the things that um they can expect to have there if they're financing a home okay so one of the they're going to have their closing disclosure the most important one um yeah in the in the beginning you heard me say initial disclosures uh, that's your initial estimate whenever you have so the closing disclosure is going to be your final estimate everything um, is taken into account any fees any services that were done um, that's all going to be listed on there so that's going to be your look at that because that's going to be what you need to know um That's going to be what you're going to take to the closing table in either that cashier's check or that wire. Um, So that's going to be there. And then you're going to have all of the terms, all all Um, of the terms that are going to have so many words. (laughs) Sometimes you can breeze through it as long as whoever's there with you closing can explain it to you. Uh, Sometimes you'll have questions. So we'll go over all of those terms with you. Um, Right. Yeah, that that is a key too. Is uh, closing with a, a title closer who can walk you through exactly what all mm-hmm. all of that means. Um, I've had attorneys and engineers who want to read all of the documents, and mm-hmm. that might take a little while if you decide to sit there and read. Let your agent know ahead of time. We need to schedule a little more time for you, <laughs> or have them send the docs like early. email early. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, nice to review <laughs> because normally we kind of breeze through those things. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, once we get everything signed, all parties have signed, then um, the title company issues all of that to the um, lender and then the lender issues what we call a funding authorization and at that point they get to get keys Mm -hmm. and move into the property so that is the day we all celebrate Mm -hmm. Um, when uh, we close and they get to do that uh, you're right having your utilities on and having all of that in your name is really important and at at that point um, it's a happy day what do you guys want to add to any of the conversation on that we've had on this new buyer's process? Anything we want to add that we haven't hit on that's really important? I think we didn't talk about um, 
final walkthrough? You're exactly right, <laughs> Jessica. So go back and um, before we go to the closing, mm -hmm. what is a final walkthrough and why do we want to do a final walkthrough? Prior to the final walkthrough, any repairs that have been made, we want to get receipts for those right. and we want to bring um, bring maybe that repair amendment with us, maybe even pull it, just pull it up on our phone and even have the inspection report so that we can look at those things and make sure that they're acceptable. Make sure that, right. so before closing, preferably a day or two at least before in case there's something wrong and sometimes it's tight with people moving out and things like that but right. we get to the house and just look at it make sure that it is in closing condition like this is I'm ready to accept the house like this right so. and and the hard part is sometimes the the seller hasn't moved out yet yeah. um, but it is an opportunity for us to walk through and make sure that the repairs have been done and what we can see is in the same condition it was in when we purchased or put in the purchase mm -hmm. agreement um, and so a walkthrough is critical mm -hmm. for a buyer to do before they go to closing just to make sure it's just an extra check an extra step to ensure that um, everything's been completed and then sometimes when a buyer or when a seller is moving out sometimes there is damage that they didn't intend it's just mm -hmm. accidental so being able to walk through and see that right before closing is important to know how to handle that before you sign on the final dotted line mm -hmm. anything else that I miss thanks for bringing that up Jessica no trying to think <laughs> I can't think of anything else well let me just say if you are considering um, buying a home and an initial consultation doesn't cost anything mm -hmm. um, getting pre-approved one of the things we talked about last week um, really doesn't make an impact on your credit so starting the process getting pre-approved sitting down with a, a buyer's agent to see what is available occasionally we have where people come in and they go you know I don't think the time is right for me right now. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that our inside service agents will do is they'll stay in touch with you and contact with you. And when something that looks similar to what you're looking for comes on the market, then they can notify you. So it's not like it's a hard sale you got about tomorrow. Right. We want to make sure that the buyer is making the right decision for them. And if now is not the right time, we want to just give you the information you need for when the time is right. Mm -hmm. So I, walking through that's important. Arlette? Yeah, I do want to add, because if you do have something like that, maybe you say, okay, I'm not ready right this second, but I want to be ready in three months, six right. months, whatever that is. It is a good idea to still submit an application and get pre-qualified, because at that point, if you're not ready or if there's something that we can catch up front, then we can guide you and kind of help you, whether it be credit, uh, debt to income, or whatever it is, we can kind of guide you as to what you can do to be ready in your price range that you want, whether that being those three months from now, the six months or whatever that is. Yeah, that's exactly that's awesome. right. You don't want to decide immediately, okay, I want to buy, let me get my pre-approval. Mm -hmm. Because I've also seen where people had things on their credit that wasn't even theirs. And so they had to battle those yes. items. And so one of the benefits to working with a mortgage lender is they can tell you how to do that. How do you make sure that you have the correct things on your credit and be able to walk you through the process of what do we do to get it repaired too? You know, we all have gone through a little bit of hard time maybe when we were younger. Mm -hmm. We were all brilliant <laughs> when we were younger. I don't know. Uh, there are some people out there that are brilliant and young, but I wasn't one of them when I was young. I made some mistakes in the beginning. So having someone walk through and say, here's what you need to do to correct that so that you can get on the right path to home ownership. Mm -hmm. Home ownership is one of the best ways to be able to grow your wealth. Mm -hmm. um, and that is something that both of you want to be able to assist people in doing. Absolutely. Now, Jessica, you don't al always work with just 
just um, a first-time home buyer or somebody looking to buy a house you also work with investors don't you yes and so um, if you're looking to buy a house either um, for your first house or if you are uh, an investor looking to buy I want you guys to give the um, callers and the viewers a not viewers listeners <laughs> there's viewers out yeah, there, there yeah, viewers. Yeah. Facebook live <laughs> viewers uh, give them your contact information if they if anyone wants wants to get a hold of you Arlette what's the best way to reach out to you you can reach out to me um my cell phone number is going to be 409-474-1503 if I don't answer the very first time you call don't be alarmed um, it might be because I'm fighting a three-year-old in the background and I don't <laughs> want you to hear all that screaming. But if you text me, I promise you I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Right. And you're on Facebook, right? I am on Facebook. And um, they can find you at First Financial Bank. Yes, they can. Okay. And Jessica? I would say call our office at 866-8326 or call my cell phone at 409-351-5260. Ladies, thank you for joining us. Dana Simmons, and I'll see you next week. Thanks. Now, number one for podcasting. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.